This is a Diet of Brussels. Why is the E so seemingly ineffectual? This is uh, an interesting question and one which I think uh, deserves a little bit of discussion. If we look at the EU, then it's a bit meh, really. It seems to have lots of meetings, it's endlessly producing uh, materials and pronouncements, but actually in terms of what does it do, often it seems like it doesn't do very much. So it's perhaps useful to uh, review a bit what the EU does do and why perhaps that's not uh, all it could be. In terms of competences, the EU has a very wide range of competences, but with very few exceptions, those are competences, areas of uh, policy that it shares with member states. The only real exceptions to that are agriculture uh, and competition policy. Now, that's one of the reasons why the EU budget looks as uh, strange as it does. It's because the only area of spending uh, that the EU controls really is agricultural uh, spending, that we've removed national agricultural budgets and we move them up to the European level. Now, for most people uh, outside of the farming sector, we don't really see that activity. Uh, we are aware of uh, historical uh, butter mountains and wine lakes. We're aware of the difficulties of uh, livelihoods for uh, farming communities, not just in the UK, but elsewhere. So we tend to hear about the problems of the system. Likewise, uh, if we think about other areas of the EU, then we start to wonder, well, quite what does it do? We're aware that it spends money on regional development, uh, trying to build infrastructure projects to help uh, uh, those areas of the EU that are relatively uh, underdeveloped, um, that uh, might be suffering from the effects of uh, integration into a larger uh, Europe-wide market. But again, that looks often very disconnected from the community that the kinds of things you see the EU doing tend to be big projects, new roads, a bridge here, an airport there. And we don't tend to see how that really fits in, uh, particularly if we see it in places that we're just visiting rather than living in. But I think there's a, a more structural issue here. One of the reasons why the EU seems so ineffectual is that it's not particularly meant to be effectual. The structure of power in the EU is one of power, diffusion and containment. The idea of the system is not to have bold, strong policies, but rather to have an institutionalised way for member states to reach an agreement between themselves about how to achieve common goals and joint objectives. Now that means that no one actor, certainly no one member state, not even Germany, is able to determine the flow of things. It also means that there is a balance between uh, intergovernmental institutions uh, representing the member states and supranational institutions representing either the people or the, the general interest. Now, that sounds all very uh, well and good and very high-minded, but in practice what it tends to lead to is a system that feels rather sticky. 
And anyone who's been involved in EU politics will tell you exactly that, that it's not a place for rapid decisions, it's not a place for bold decisions, that there tend to be lots of people who can influence and by extension hold up the process and secure some kind of concession. Now, the end point of that is that the outputs that the EU produces tend to be relatively modest, that you don't see the strong forceful action that we uh, more commonly see with national governments. And again here, there's a perception problem. Uh, is the EU uh, like a state? Well, in some ways, yes, but in a lot of ways, no. Uh, similarly, it's, it's not really like an international organisation, although technically it is one. So, again, the perceptions and the yardsticks that we use also affect our understanding of what the EU does. And perhaps this is something that we will uh, come back to in future episodes.